Welcome to Seller's Journey, the podcast where we speak to great sales reps and leaders and share their real stories from start to sales success. Hi, everyone. I'm Joseph Fung, and today we're chatting with Deepak Vadera. He's the head of sales at Lead Feeder. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Joseph, for having me on. Now, this is a fun conversation because uh, I'm calling in from Waterloo, Canada, but where are you calling in from today? I'm actually calling in from the Canary Islands in Spain. Usually you'd find me in London, uh, but, I, but, the, but this quarantine and lockdown situation has, has currently got me here in the Canary Islands. This is a fun international conversation, and I know international is going to be a theme for this conversation. Uh, I'm so looking forward to it. Uh, to kick things off. Get things started. Not everybody's going to know Lead Feeder. Maybe you could help us with the elevator pitch. I mean, what's the company do? What's the value? So, in a nutshell, Lead, Lead Feeder shows you what companies have been on your website and what they get up to whilst on there. This then helps salespeople because they know what companies to reach out to and which ones to target. And then it also helps marketing people, indicating them, you know, the average prospect's journey throughout the website. What type of companies are you getting on your website so you can then improve your targeting and content to try and generate better traffic to the website and in turn, better leads. Fantastic. So you're going to have some fantastic experience to share with us about sales and marketing, I imagine. I sure do. Oh, and you're in the Canary Islands right now, but where, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? I'm actually originally from the Canary Islands in Spain. Um, I went to school here, high school as well, secondary school. Um, I studied at a British school, which meant I was then able to go and study at a British university. So I ended up moving to England when I was 18 to pursue a, a degree at a university there in the southeast of England. The university is the University of Surrey, which is uh, not that far away from London. Nice. Now, after graduation... One of the things you mentioned to me is that you studied a business degree, but it didn't really focus in sales in the program itself, did it? Not at all. Actually, uh, most of the modules I had as part of that degree were purely marketing focused. So I thought that that was the path that was sketched out for me. I thought that was the path I was then meant to take, you know, pursue a role in marketing once I graduated. So uh, as I was graduating, um, I went ahead and, and applied for roles within marketing at various companies. And where did you end up landing? I, my first role uh, was at a company called VMware, an American mm -hmm. multinational. So I ended up doing a placement year there, uh, which is kind of like an internship uh, for, year, for a year. And once I graduated, I went, in, went to, to work at another uh, tech company um, in marketing as well. My first role was in marketing operations. My second role was in field marketing. Wow. So, I mean, what I'm hearing is, you had a great opportunity to go to a great school. You studied business with a focus in marketing. You've got a marketing role. It sounds like the journey is working out for you. What, what got you thinking that sales was something to look at? Um, I didn't really enjoy my time in marketing. So if, oh, if, okay. if it served as something, it was served to tell me that, you know, marketing wasn't for me. I wasn't cut out for that, at least that aspect of marketing. The marketing that I went through was engaged in was very much back end. So I never got that face to face interaction with our prospects or our customers, which is what I yearned for, or at least what I wanted. Mm. Um, so I felt that was lacking there. At the same time, I was there generating leads. Uh, from trade shows, events, uh, helping 
uh, you know, helping qualify those leads for the sales team. Um, and what I noticed generally across the whole marketing team, there was always that sense of uh, distrust and, and you know, they were, they were generally bad-mouthing salespeople. Uh, you know, th- there goes oh, wow. that salesperson again with their three-piece suit and their flashy car keys. So that got me thinking, I wonder what it's like on the other side of the spectrum. Um, and again, I had no real sales experience, but I thought, you know, why not? Maybe, maybe I should give it a shot. Yeah, at the risk of you know, kind of spoiling the conclusion, we, we know that you're a, a well-recognized international speaker. You run a consultancy doing social selling. You're the head of sales at Lead Feeder. So you know, clearly the direction worked out for you. But in that moment, you know, as you were thinking about that shift, uh, you know, what, were, what were some of the things going through your head? Like, you know, were you dead set on it? Was there uncertainty? You know, how did you balance that change? Uh, there was a certain bit of uncertainty. After all, it was something that I didn't know about. I just assumed that marketing was the path that I was meant to take just because all my uh, seminars, all my courses at university revolved around marketing. So I, I felt like that was the path that I was destined to take. Um, and again, this I was I was kind of treading in, in um, uncertain waters here. I wasn't sure whether if I take this, it might not work out for me. If I go down this route, mm. you know, I'm going to fail perhaps. But I thought, you know, why not? I have nothing else to lose worse comes to worse i'll just look for another role in marketing and then continue where i left off and and maybe look for a different aspect of marketing that i want to focus in or or look at but i thought you know i might as well just give it a try so i I set out to look for sales roles Um, funny enough i was going on i was on reddit and i came across this subreddit and someone had pitched the whole idea or concept behind Uber. And this was be, you know, when they were just starting off uh, their, their European operations in London. Um, and my first role uh, at Uber was a kind of a sales and a sales and marketing hybrid role. So I still got a bit of marketing, but it was my first on experience in sales. And I really enjoyed it. And again, during my, my short time at Uber, I went through a, a period of, of unprecedented growth, both at a personal level and professional level as well. I, I have to admit, I love that idea of, you know, struggling with the uncertainty, the doubt, you know, barking on this life changing thing. And the first thing you do is you you pick up a sketchy job off Reddit with a startup. It's <laughs> yeah. I just love it. That's I'll leave I'll leave the story of Uber on a, to another day. But I, I have to say it was a very sketchy, a, a very sketchy thing at the time, for sure. <laughs> so you get the chance to cut your teeth with one of the most amazing growth stories out there. Uh, but you moved on and you spoke uh, actually about working with a Canadian company next. Can you, can you tell me about how that came to be? Yeah. So whilst working at, um, uh, at Uber, I got scouted by someone at Hootsuite, from, someone from the talent and recruitment team. And now I had mm-hmm. heard of Hootsuite before. Um, I had utilized their tool and I was deeply looking into their solution at one of my marketing roles. So I felt like, you know, I've heard of these guys. I think they're, they're on a great path. They're doing some great things. So let me consider the role. And it was a business development role. So, you know, very early on in the, mm-hmm. the sales cycles, it's just kickstarting things. And I had no idea what to really expect. And this, this turned out to be my first full on sales role. So I decided to decided to take that leap of faith, go full on into sales and I really, really enjoyed my time there. And again, this was when they were uh, fairly new uh, in EMEA. So they were just, just had just started, kickstarted their operations there. Um, and it was an amazing experience, a great story to tell. 
Well, you've had incredible success there. And for anybody that hasn't had a chance, they should be sure to check out your LinkedIn profile because some of your successes speak for themselves. Um, but what was that like? I mean, you're working you know, with a, a com- company that's overseas. Uh, you're in your first-time sales role, uh, full-time. Uh, what, what were you thinking? What were you going through in that first role? Um, again, it was something that I, again, I had no idea what to expect. So I was like, you know, I'll just go with, I'll just go with the flow. I'll do whatever they tell me to do. So I walked in on my first day and they're kind of walking me through the whole company, what it stood for, the whole sales process, what that looked like in more detail. I had none of that exposure from my time in marketing. So it's good to get an understanding how sales worked. And I, I just, I was liking it from day one. I felt like, you know, maybe this is the path that, that I should have taken from the start. But again, it was good for me to have that experience in marketing to know that that was no longer what I wanted to pursue. Um, and again, during my time at Hootsuite, I started off as a BDR, went on to become an account executive, went on to managing the sales team there, and eventually kickstarting the partnership operations and looking after the emerging markets as well. So I got a fair bit of experience in sales during my time at Hootsuite. Yeah, I, I love this again. So to recap, kind of traveled internationally for school, studied marketing, get the marketing role, kind of shift direction and jump into sales. Now you've got your first you know, sales role, your next one, you're growing with this Canadian company that's growing. Now, clearly the next thing would be to take on a management or leadership role somewhere, but you didn't. Yeah, you you took off and went somewhere else. Tell, tell me about this backpacking journey. I see it on your LinkedIn profile, but I, I'm so intrigued. I was managing a small team at, at Hootsuite, but again, the, the, mm-hmm. as you said, the path that was kind of uh, for that was destined for me was to eventually manage a team. At least I, I was heading towards that direction. Uh, but on, on one busy day uh, on my commute into London, I was living in the outskirts of London, so I had to get a train into London. Um, mm-hmm. I was just listening uh, onto a podcast or, or something on my phone, and just looking at the other people in that train carriage just made me realize. Uh, it feels like I'm living to work and it shouldn't be that way. It should be the other way around. I should be working to live. So whilst I enjoyed my time at Hootsuite and it was a fantastic experience with a fantastic company and a great bunch of people that I met there uh, that really shaped who I am today, um, I really felt that there was more to life. So I decided to quit my job, uh, move out of the place mm. I was renting, uh, move out, you know, totally move out. So left the place I was renting, got all my stuff, put it into storage and just uh, set off to backpack across the world, mainly around uh, Eastern Europe, the Arabian Peninsula and mm-hmm. Asia. Wow. Uh, now there's so much to do out there. I'm, I've I've had the good fortune to visit a few countries there, but everyone's experience is different. And when I looked at the journey that you had, there's clearly some stuff there that you know, jumps out. What were some of the highlights? You know, what what sticks with you most? I volunteered at a panda sanctuary in China. Uh, volunteered wow. at a elephant sanctuary in Thailand. I spent a week in the mountains of Wakayama in Japan, living with some Buddhist monks, learning about Buddhism and meditation. Uh, some highlights there. I hiked to the summit of Mount Fuji. Uh, so those are probably some of my biggest highlights and, and most favorable uh, um, moments that I look out and, and cherish, of course. So if somebody else is sitting on their commute to work, listening to this podcast, what would you what would you advise they do? Do it. 
just just you know just just take that jump if if it's something that you're passionate about and again in my case travel is 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 a big part of my life from a very young age I was very fortunate that my parents you know took me traveling across the world so it was something that was kind of built into me from a very young age so I really felt like continuing that as I grew older and and it was something that I'd always dreamed of doing so you know if if that's something that you enjoy doing uh, I I do implore you to take that move and just go for it. Wow. So I think the the evidence of how that can impact your journey is is so clear in yours. Uh, if you're talking to somebody who was, um, you know, considering uh, their future career, you know, maybe, maybe even cast your mind back earlier than that commute, you know, back when you were in school, maybe, um, what advice would you have given yourself in the past? You know, what would you have encouraged yourself to look at then? I would have said to myself, I mean, this is something I, I did, but I would say, you know, double down on that uh, and reinforce the fact that the best investment you can make is in yourself, uh, you know, in, when it comes to growth, uh, you know, read as many books as you can, uh, take, you know, learn new skills, just always be improving yourself and, and learning new skills that allow you to become better. So, you know, it's, it's okay to not have it thought out where you'd like to go as long as you have some sort of idea, you know, but don't stress out on it. You know, no one really knows where they're ultimately going. A lot of life just happens to you. It's just how you react to that. So again, I, when I was younger, I thought I wanted to be a scientist just because I loved how things worked, how, how things came together. Um, and I thought, you know, science is, is something that I love. So I'll be a scientist. And then I ended up start taking a degree in business management. So it kind of drifted way off course uh, than where I initially thought I'd be. And then uh, from, from marketing, I ended up in sales. You know, don't, don't stress out. It's still too early to figure out where you're going to be heading. So just take things as they come and just learn from every experience that comes to you or gets thrown at you by life. I love that phrase. It's too early to know where you'll be heading. Um, but let's challenge that one. You know, I'd love to think we've, we've heard how you would give advice or feedback to your younger self. Uh, you've already done so much, but you're still at the the early stages of your journey. If you think about your future goals, if you were speaking to yourself, you know, from 10 years, 20 years in the future, what do you hope to congratulate future you about? I'd love to thank myself uh, for, you know, being there for my team. At the moment, I'm, I'm responsible for a considerable sales team. And, and I just want mm. some of them to make it and have that similar experience that I had in my early days in sales. So I'd love to see them succeed um, and then uh, kind of thank myself for, for hopefully being the manager that I am and, and, and allowing them to take that path that eventually leads into success. And from a personal standpoint, I just hope to continue making an impact. So hope to continue changing that, that face of sales and the things that I believe in. So I personally believe that the sales process when it comes to B2B is ripe for a change. And I hope that I can really make a difference towards that. Well, I think your spirit of, of giving and helping others uh, comes around, comes out loud and clear, uh, especially in spending the time with us today. So thank you for that. Um, before, before we let you go and uh, let you join the, enjoy the much warmer weather than we have here in Canada, can I, can I ask a couple of rapid fire questions? Absolutely. Go for it. Okay, cool. So first one, uh, what's your favorite sales tool? It's got to be Leadfeeder. 
Again, uh, during my first days <laughs> as an SDR, <laughs> I was contacting people out blank, you know, cold calling them, as most companies would do. That is still considered uh, the norm for the most part for a lot of companies in B2B. Um, so again, I was contacting people about something that they have never inquired for, maybe never even heard of or even need. So using a, a tool like Leadfeeder does, you know, has, has is, is really game changing and has had a significant impact uh, for ourselves and in my sales career as well. I love it. Uh, that makes sense for why you're you're there now. So I, I love the passion you you have when you speak about it. Uh, second question for you: What's your favorite movie? Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, I'd probably say The Matrix. Ooh, nice. Uh, the original or any of the sequels? The the original for sure. Um, I mean, all of nice. them were good in my opinion, but the original was just something else. It really challenged the 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 whole genre and the game, and it was something that no one had really experienced. And just it's just so much more than an action movie. There's so many philosophical meanings and and symbols be, behind the actual uh, the whole movie itself. Um, yeah, there's a lot to it, and. Uh, from a young age, when I first saw it, that that kind of took on to me, and I still rewatch it so many times, and it's still as good as the first time I saw it. That's a great choice. You know, when we added this question to our list, uh, I mean, a couple of our team members thought we were going to get a lot of things like Wolf of Wall Street, and, <laughs> you know, Glengarry Glen Ross, that kind of stuff. But no, it's been all over, and I love it. Uh, adding a lot of stuff to my Netflix uh, Netflix list. Uh, last one for you, and, and you might have spilled the beans on this one earlier, but when you were a kid. You know, what did you want to grow up to be? A scientist. I was just nice. very fascinated with how things worked, how things came together. Um, so, yeah, I, I was determined to follow a path in physics. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I just saw myself heading in that direction. I love it. This has been such a great conversation. Thank you very much for joining us, for sharing your journey. It's been my pleasure, Joseph. Thanks for having um, me on. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to the next time we chat. Uh, and if everything goes according to plan, you know, I'll be heading to the, you know, Canary Islands, hanging out somewhere warmer. So maybe we could do that in person sometime. I would love to get out of the cold. Sounds good to me. Drop me a note when you're in the Canary Islands. I'd love to grab a coffee with you if I'm here. Will do. We'll chat soon. See ya. Have a good day. Bye.